Shut up and sit down. What is going on, everybody? What is going on? Welcome to this week's episode, episode 65 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the SCS Guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and talk about anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. I'm not going to even ask what we did this week because I already know what we did. We were addicted to Netflix. Yes. It was a Netflix, Netflix kind of week. Yeah, it's been a Netflix week. It has been a Netflix week. The whole holiday season is like a Netflix month. Yeah. Did, did we all Netflix and chill a couple times? <laughs> I, I did the Netflix part, the chilling part. That's. I may I have had to start a movie twice. Oh, snap. Oh. <laughs> like I said, I, I have a five-year-old. There's no the, the chill part does not happen. <laughs> the chill part happens when you go outside because it's like 50 <laughs> degrees in Arizona. It is. Yeah. it is really cold out lately. Yeah. Uh, today is the first day I legit turned on the heater. Uh, I refuse to until it gets to a point, but uh, last night my house dipped below 50 degrees inside, and I was like, hey, it's time to turn on the heater. Well, yeah, a little tile. Uh, why can't you talk uh scott like i said you're well you're like me now because i said because of your tile like i said it gets really cold in the house it, of, it gets cold, cold. tile, tile. Yeah. oops it's locked on me uh it is locked on jeremy so yeah it's one of those things too where i'm like uh you, you like i had to get slippers to walk through the house since all my house is tile at this point like oh, my feet if i was just in like socks are starting to freeze yeah i'm sure some guys in the midwest are like jesus really yeah. these guys are talking about 50 degree weather but yeah, I'm wearing a jacket in my house and I'm wearing like wool socks right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't take it. I hate wearing socks like in general, like just just walking around the house. Like I said, normally when I get off work and stuff, I like I'll kick off my shoes, kick off my socks. I'm I've left off off on my socks almost every day, you know, this year <laughs> during the winter because I'm like, oh, it's cold. Tile. <laughs> nice to fun time. Yep. I got my little man slippers and they're great. <laughs> Overall, so this year, uh, if we need a podcast title, I feel like Little Man Slippers <laughs> for sure. Let's do it. Okay, that that is officially the title. Uh, so, real quick, before we get too we, we before we get too far into it, uh, I just want to give a shout out to our chat. Uh, we have a few watchers watching today. We have Travis Moore. What's up, fam? He says, "Let's say what's going on, Travis." Uh, we have Russ, Russ, what's going on? And then so we have a couple lurkers as well. So welcome, lurkers. Uh, if you are listening to an audio version of this podcast, we welcome you to the podcast as well. Uh, we record our podcast live on YouTube uh, every Saturday, typically at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, so definitely come join us in the chat if you are ever uh, around. Definitely. Thanks, guys, for joining, being here right when we start. That's great. All right. Real quick, though, you know, so I, I know I know everyone's keeping warm in, in, in their own separate ways. But you know what else is keeping warm? Alcohol. So you know what? Cheers to you guys for an awesome 2018. Yes. Warm. Hey. Cheers to that. And Larry, hold your water up. <laughs> Scott provided me with my drink tonight, which is Bushmills. It's nice. pretty great. Costco I, provided me with this delicious Kirkland water. Nate <laughs> Unofficial Nye. sponsor. Yes, Nate and I are uh, twinning it up, but Larry, I do have to say, I got my uh, uh yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Kirkland water, baby. Kirkland water. If anybody wants to know, we always have a supply of Kirkland's water nearby. 
your throat might get parched when you're talking too much. I need some water. Whoa, that was a weird that change of tone. Good, that, was an awesome, that was an awesome bird voice. That was pretty great. <laughs> oh, and we got Brian Rainey in the chat. What is that, Brian? Brian? Hey, hey, Brian, like I said, um, real quick, Brian, quick conversation. Brian, Brian, I haven't forgotten about uh, your, your giveaway. It's, I've had a couple issues come up uh, uh, over the last couple of days, so I will, I, will, I will get those sent out to you, those codes sent out to you for those movies that you won last week. So I haven't, I haven't forgotten. Oh, while we're talking giveaway, real quick, I have purchased the first two items for our next Super Mega giveaway. So um, I want at least two more. So probably four total items. We haven't officially talked about it yet, but uh, another Super Mega giveaway is coming, hopefully within like the next two weeks at the latest. Nice. Sweet. I am looking forward to what's in this prize pack. It's going to be Super Mega, if anything. Uh, I hope so. I was going to say, isn't everything we do when it comes to giving shit away super mega? I'm trying. There's a chase pop. I've got a chase pop and a semi-hard-to-get regular pop ready to go. So Uh, We need some other things, right? We need something that's not pop-related. I'm thinking like a gift card would be cool because that's always fun. Gift cards are are fun. So let's 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 maybe include that so uh if you're in the chat i i I have another item you can have this wonderful gold medal (laughs) i found while cleaning out my house and i have some blind box toys that i'm going to throw in there too nice (laughs) blind box kid robot stuff when you all have medals (laughs) hey this is a medal of achievement hey I have a. This is legitimate. No, like for anybody like going through here, you have the little the coin. This is legit. If you notice, it's a yeah. chef's hat and some spoons. I don't know what I got this on. I've never done a cooking competition. I don't know how I have a chef's hat gold medal. <laughs> like... I actually pretty have this weird. awesome Super Smash Brothers oh. Ultimate coin. What? That is pretty cool. Where'd I got it that? with the pre-order for uh, the Best Buy version. Oh, nice. I didn't Pretty get cool. anything from pre-ordering from Amazon. No, lame. How dare us order from Amazon? <laughs> no, you don't got you know you got for pre-ordering from Amazon a twenty percent discount. Yeah, I yeah, I'm not that too. <laughs> no, I think that went away. Well, no, with the with the I got I got it on my Smash. I got it on oh, my maybe, Smash. Maybe I did on mine. Yeah. You just didn't yeah. look. <laughs> I have the Gamers Club unlocked through Best Buy, so I got it. But unfortunately, to Jeremy's point, all this stuff is coming to an end at some point. So. Yeah, all those twenty percent off clubs are no longer going to be around, which is sad. That is sad. Those game companies need their money. What, Nate, like I said, I'm I'm looking at you right now. Like, look, look at Nate's display. I'm gonna focus the camera on you, Nate, for a second. Look at look at that clean display you got in the back. So special thanks to Jeremy because uh, since he is moving, his loss is sort of my gain. Uh, he's getting rid of three Detolfs, and he gave me a smoking deal. So I took it, um, and it works amazing in my display. I actually am really happy that I got him because at first I was just using this one bookcase actually laying down, um, and it was just crammed full of stuff. So now I've got two Detolfs that are already full, plus the bookcase is full, and then I've got another Detolf that I'm going to install on the left side. Um for even more space for collectibles. So Jeremy's enabled me, and I love it. Hey, you know what? No problem at all, man. They, they, they look definitely solid in your collection. So I, I I'm, they look literally, literally legit in your collection. So. Thanks a lot, man. No yeah, these are great. I've been wanting Detolfs for actually a really long time. So when you offered them up, I could not say no. no they, they look 
amazing. Uh, amazing. So, okay. Should we get into our, some of our main topics? For yeah. Its, no, let's, bull- let's, 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 just, let's just bullshit around for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been eight minutes. It feels like more than eight minutes. No. We got more people in here now. We got Heather Bradshaw. We got It's Me, Dana, Matthew's Nerdy Nation. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining. What is Hello, everybody. everybody. All right, so Larry, it sounds like you were about to drop a transition. So. Oh yeah, so some so somebody said it looks awesome, and I was gonna say, you know what else looks awesome? Sandra Bullock in a blindfold. <laughs> you know, I, here's the thing: I didn't realize that was her when I first saw some of the commercials for it because, like, the blindfold. Like, I didn't realize that you take away like a small portion of her face and i cannot recognize that that's sandra bullock (laughs) well she's a little older like the angles are weird i don't know yeah Yeah, no like which is there's a thing where she's like touching the tree and the blindfold in the the i guess the preview for it or whatever yeah i had no idea that was sandra bullock yeah i mean it to larry's point she looks a little i mean she is older but she looks the same it's weird yeah, she looks. Not, she doesn't look that much older than she was on that that bus in Speed with Keanu yeah. Reeves, you know. And that's been twenty something years, probably. She yeah. looks good. So, what we're all talking about, since we haven't actually mentioned the title of the movie, <laughs> is the new Netflix movie, The Bird Box. I think everybody knows. It's been the rage of social media. Yeah, uh, it, since it, it came has, out, man. Yeah, like everybody all over the place. We'll say it's been a decisive movie, though, for like critics. Like I've seen people either really love it. Or really hate it. So what the funny thing is too, like I said, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that I said you guys all agreed to to watch this because I th- I think I watched it first out of out of, out of all you guys because yeah. um, I'm like this is gaining traction. This is basically this month's to all the boys, but actually good. I think you're gonna piss Larry off. No, well it's, no, it's just it's just it's more my style of movie. Um, no crappy. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. Now them's fighting words. We so, should really get into the details here. I, I, I want to drop this little this, this little uh, nugget of information that happened. Uh, that's was at an article I was reading next, right before we started the podcast. Uh, this is the most successful Netflix movie ever. Forty-five million people have watched this movie. Wow, wow. that's wow. a big number. That's, that's a third of all Netflix accounts. Yeah, that's a third of all Netflix account holders have watched this movie. It's pretty insane, so, actually. I, was gonna say, uh, I also saw the meme where somebody said Facebook is trying to figure out how all seven accounts, <laughs> the active accounts, have watched that. <laughs> <laughs> how did how'd they get 45 million views on all seven accounts? <laughs> is everyone sharing? Uh, um, I mean, you can tell, though, they kind of spared no expense with this movie because there's a lot of actors that you recognize from other movies. Yeah. I mean, dude, you know, John Malkovich, for God's sakes. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You got to well, And Sandra cat- Bullock alone probably wasn't cheap, right? Like, yeah. they had to drive it. I'm sure to get her to star in this Netflix movie, they had to drive a dump truck full of money up to her house and be like, come on. You yeah. know, you yeah. want to do a Netflix original movie. And she's like, eh, okay. Yeah. How much? Yeah. Okay. BD Wong, bad guy from the Jurassic World series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of famous people in it. Like yeah. The girl that's in every season of American Horror Story. Can't remember her name, yeah. but <laughs> it's true. Plays girl? the sister. Girl. girl. Yeah. All right. Let's just call her girl. 
Yeah. So, okay, let, let's Girl. get some of your guys, as like I said, initial thoughts on this movie. So, uh, uh, Larry, I know his thoughts already because he says it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, let, uh, I'm going to go with Nate first uh, in this instance. Nate, why don't you kick off uh, some of your initial thoughts and kind of uh, some of your thoughts were about the movie? So I, I think I approach this a little bit differently than maybe some of the other guys, unless they read the book. Um, I actually listened to the audio book um, on my way to San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con last year. Uh, we played the book. We never actually got to finish it, but I listened to most of it. So I had that kind of coming into it. Like, okay, the book was pretty good. Um, you know, let's see what they do. And I got to say they did actually change quite a bit. Um, it's way more intense than the book was. The scenes that happen the way her sister dies is a lot different. Um, I was impressed. I don't. I wouldn't say it was one of my favorite movies, but I think they did a really good job with it. Um, you know, I was hoping to see maybe the aliens at least once. I mean, spoiler alert, you don't really get to see them at all. They're kind of just puffs of air. Um, and that to me was sort of hard to hold on to the whole movie like okay i know there's something dangerous out there to show us because a quiet place did that where they kind of keep the monster hidden for a while but then they show you it in the last act and i was hoping this might happen but it didn't um, so but i think sandra baller one thing to you nate the yeah. reason why is i guess they they uh they did have a deleted scene with the monsters like in it and they were it whoever created the monsters did such like a not good job that it was too like shitty it, it was too shitty that it took all tension away from the movie oh, so wow. they're like they're like now nah, let's it's better if you don't see anything ever yeah so i won't say too much i'll let the other guys talk about what they liked and disliked but overall it was good i would give it kind of the middle of the road for me all right scott you want to go next yeah i'll go next so i, I i'll just start with my my rating to start with I, i'm kind of right in there with nate like i'm right dead center like i didn't like love it but i didn't dislike it at all like it was it, it was it's a very tolerable movie i would watch it again um it, it was uh it was good i yeah like as for nate i think maybe pushing it to where it, it wasn't just kind of the puffs of air especially at the end like i i kind of liked when at the beginning Generally, it would just be kind of a wisp of, of kind of wind and then people would like freak out, you know, versus the end when she's out in the forest and there's going to be spoilers, but you actually see like trees moving and stuff is flying at her really fast. Like if they can't do anything to you because she has the blindfold on, like showing them running at her isn't really going to do anything like mm -hmm. that wasn't as tense as I think they tried to build it up to at the very end. I, it, it actually went the opposite for me. So I'm like. I think the crazy people that uh, um, Tom has to deal with at the end, having them stay around for longer or having that process go, I think would have added a whole lot more tension because now you have people who are able to walk around and see and to stay safe, you know, they have to run from these guys that have, yeah, you know, with their blindfolds on, they can't see, but the bad guys can. Right, I think that was a whole lot more tension, but they ended it too quick and moved it to, oh no, she's alone in the the woods now, and these all she has is these monsters that can't physically harm her around. So it's like, well, just keep your damn blindfolds on. Like, why? Like, it's a pretty easy way to stop them. Like, keep your eyes closed. 
Like there's no real tension anymore. So I think the ending kind of lost me a little bit. Okay. Larry, <laughs> do you want to go? Yeah. So scale of one to five, big fat one. It, oh. was, it was bad, man. Um, oh, where do I start? Um, it's it, like it started off okay. Um, like I, I liked the opening scenes with like her sister and stuff. That was all fine. Like I was intrigued. Like, hey, what's happening? Right? They're watching on the TV. See something happen in Russia. Like I was, I, I was intrigued about like, hey, what's happening? Um, I always kind of like in these like ap- apocalyptic movies, like how uh, it just goes from zero to one hundred in like five seconds, right? Like uh, they're like, oh, we don't have to worry about that. It's another country, and then it's like, oh crap, it's here, um, and then like everybody's just going crazy. It's mass hysteria. Right. I, I, I always think it's funny how it just goes zero to 60 in like two seconds and we all just lose our minds, which is probably exactly what would happen. Um, but anyway, so it started off really good. Right. I think the part that kind of lost me is when they met up with the people who could see um, that just was dumb. And all our friends like again, spoilers, whatever, all her friends started dying and then all it just went downhill after that. The, yeah. I, the, the story, the plot. I, the characters, I just kind of lost interest in everything. I liked it when they were a team, like going to the grocery store. That was that was really cool. That was a good scene, right? You're building, uh, you're building up some some characterization there, like and stuff. And then those people just kind of die, and it's not a big deal. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, Larry brings up a good point. They did not do a good job explaining the people that can see, and it yeah. just it kind of th- derailed the movie a little. Why bit. Why can they see? I I I admit. I might have hit the fast forward button a few times, so I might have missed it. But do they even explain why they can see or yeah, how they can see? So yeah, it's just some people just it's the crazy people, right? Yeah, they said it's yeah. literally the people the people who are are like insane, like like criminally insane. Like so, yeah. I, the, what I was really hoping was going to happen, like near the end, was right. They're on that boat. Sandra Bullock and the two kids are blindfolded. I was really hoping like the little boy would pull off his blindfold and he could see because he was crazy too. That didn't happen. <laughs> Like I was making up my own movie in my head that was better than the actual thing. Yeah, like oh, he's gonna be infected and yeah, right. Because the 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 pivotal point in the movies when they're all like doing their little huddle on the boat, like all right, we're heading up to the rapids. One of you has to take off your blindfold and tell me which way to go. And the little boy's like, I'll go. And he's like, No, <laughs> no, I'm gonna pick who's gonna go. <laughs> like really? So of course you're not gonna pick your kid. You're gonna pick the other kid. Yeah, the one that's that's not your kid. Even that like pivotal emotional scene, like it didn't do anything for me. And that and then it just totally anticlimactic played out. Um, that scene and then the ending was the worst possible <laughs> yeah. ending yeah. ever. The biggest letdown, the most disappointing thing I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> Sorry, Netflix. I know and like uh, like they show up. And it's blind people, like really. Yes. The like, one, the one group of people who's immune to the monsters. Yeah, the so blind. blind. Of course, it's blind people. But, but again, like, explain nothing, man. But that, that, here's the question I have: At what level of blindness do you like not get to see them? Like, if you're not like full on like blackout blind, if you just can't see shit, like if you're bubbles from Trailer Park Boys, you take your glasses <laughs> off. Like, Maybe. are you fine? Like, it almost seems like it, right? Because when they have the blindfolds on, like the whole thing is they show that. Uh, they put the they put the, put the cloth of, over the camera lens that way you can see what Sandra Bullock's seeing. But you can kind of see shadows and stuff. So I think it's that way. Like if you're super blind and you you need the thick glasses, like 
maybe you're okay if you just take off your thick glasses. And, and where does that that fit into with like how come a piece of cloth works uh, that you can kind of see a little bit of, but looking at it on video camera? Yeah, that was stupid too. Oh my god, that was stupid. Too, like, yeah, uh, just bad, man. Like, like, like it was. It started off such a good idea, and it just went downhill all the way to the very end. Just so much disappointment. I do have to say this, though. You know how I know I'm getting really, really old and probably not going to turn out to be very good in the future? I 100% the entire time agreed with John Malkovich. Like, yeah. legitimately was like, he's right. Like, Don't let that guy in. Yeah, don't let that guy in. Hey, uh, we should screw all those people at the house. We should just stay here. Well, so Jeremy, we didn't we haven't had your thoughts yet. What do you think, buddy? Right. So there's 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 a couple things. So was it the best movie ever? No. Like I said, is it the critically acclaimed thing that a lot of people are saying? No. So here here's some things that I liked about it. I think this is legitimately the first Netflix movie that I've ever seen that I could say, yeah, that could be in a theater. Oh, one hundred percent. And and I and I think I, I think that just says kind of a, a caliber to them to you know what. This is th these are the chances and this is the money that they're willing to put out to you know to create original content and original movies and if I could like I said I could picture that in being released in the theater like I said if you didn't tell me like I said if you showed me that movie and it didn't tell me it was like a Netflix movie I would I would say you know what hey that was definitely a theatrical release for sure uh, a couple other things so I'll go through a couple things I liked about it and a couple things I, I didn't like. Um, some of them, some of the things I didn't like were kind of some of the things that you guys were saying. But one of the things I liked was I liked their use of the flashbacks, and like I said I like I like movies that do this. Whether they said they're not flashing, they're, they're not flashing back too much. They're not flashing back too much. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. They like have like separate kind of scenes that are like, hey, you know what? This is the flashback, and then it kind of kind of brings it a little bit more in the present. But the past and the future and the flashbacks they meet up, and I I think yeah. that. That is that is some great storytelling to me. As I said, when those when those paths actually meet up, like it's 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 a it's I like that. Uh, I like the meetup. I do think that the flashback scenes though kind of gave away some of the river scenes, right? Yeah. At some point, I'm connecting dots, and I'm like, okay, I know this guy dies. I know this guy dies. Like, like you, it's almost a little bit too obvious. Yeah, as, as far as the, the, the character does, yeah, absolutely. But as far as like the actual like storytelling of it, yeah. The flashbacks and then the the eventual meetup at the end. It's, I like it. Like I said, especially I said once you get to the very end, you, you, you know Tom's gonna die. Like it's, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. The boat by yourself. And, uh, I I feel like one thing that the the book did a little bit differently. I think it would have really worked here. Is it, it was much slower paced, and I just felt like they tried to make this into an action sort of horror thriller, but it didn't really need to be that. I think it would have built up more tension and it would have been a little bit in more interesting if they more of a slow burn because for a good portion of the first part of the movie, it's kind of like slower things are you're just discovering stuff as it's going on. And then as Larry says, it just goes from zero to a hundred and this guy infiltrates their hideout and ends up just totally screwing up everything. Yeah. Um, you know, it didn't really work that way in the book. It was much more gradual. So I think that kind of lost it. And I know they're trying to make a book into a movie. They got to slim it down, but I think you try to right. do I think too much action. It's kind of when the the like the theme kind of changed. It became a different movie at that same point, and yeah, the pace and all that kind of kind of shifted up. It but, went from more of like a survival story to attempt at being like full on like 
horror slasher like monster flick at that point. Yeah, right. No, but absolutely. like I said, I, I think you had to have him. And, and if you would have kept the the crazy guys at the end longer as uh, an antagonist or whatever, I think that would have saved a lot of the movie for me. No, yeah, I, I literally. So uh, what what what's that? A uh, Kevin Bacon movie? Uh, Hollow Man. No, no, no. We're, we're, <laughs> It's, it's, dude, you know how many movies you gotta you gotta go a little bit farther. Well, it's it's they're they're, they're following they're, basically they're the criminals and they're following this other like, like this, they they hire this guy to like guide them down like the, the Whitewater Rapids. Oh, oh uh, dude, a river, uh, a river gosh. wild, river, yeah, wild. river wild. That's so, it. So John C. Riley and Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So and Meryl Streep. If yeah. they had like almost like a, a river wild type esque <laughs> like with the with, with the crazy guys and and her and basically then like the whole like. <laughs> A river chasing, they had to basically had to navigate like so this yeah. thing together. Which I is, think that would have actually worked really because yes. the whole idea that they're you know their their whole mission is to try to either uh, kill them or make them see the monster so they kill themselves, right? Like so, just know there is no safety when it comes to those people, and mm-hmm. having them be the ones to chase, and the fact that you couldn't see that whole time, like just imagine being that person in the horror movie that. Is running from the bad guys, but at this time you're running completely blind. You already have tension just in that right there in the movie. It makes it scary. Mm-hmm. You don't have to try to be like, now the monsters are gonna get you. Like that's what got me, dude. Like, yeah, and, and now here's these people that can see. Yeah, and you know, like that, that's sending a weird message too. The whole concept doesn't make sense. Like if you're a good person and you try to help people, you're gonna commit suicide when you see this thing. But if you're a crazy, insane person and you want to kill people, then you're going to be fine. Like, I, I just don't you'll, get you'll, it. You'll, you'll like worship them. So yeah. that's what it is, right? The, the other thing I, I didn't like, and I actually, I was, I was kind of hoping for this. I was kind of hoping for this situation because so, like, so when Scott kind of mentioned it, the, the whole scene with BD Wong and then the whole video camera setup. I was kind of hoping that, you know what, that was the loophole. And they were gonna rig up some contraption where they're having to carry around like, a computer monitor, <laughs> yeah. like just something like just so ridiculous <laughs> have to do in order to kind of navigate. And then like so that has a whole other element. Hey, they could lose power to their device or this that oh, or the other. Yeah, somebody so, accidentally trips over the cord. Yeah. Like yeah, some some something something happens. I, I was kind of hoping for that. I was like hoping like you know what? Hey, this is the loophole. This is how they can get around it. But then you know what? It's still fallible. Where someone's gonna fuck something up, and then it's gonna yeah. mess up the entire so, situation again. So I, uh, here's a thing that would have also helped the movie out a little bit more is when he's looking at those cameras. That would have been a great time to not show the the thing fully, but give more of a. You know, like kind of a predator, st- like a predator style silhouette or something. Or yeah, give us so, something. Yeah. Oh, like a, like so you're like old school, like Bigfoot walking by type of. Uh, yeah, just, just a quick, you maybe can't really pick out any distinguishing details. It's still invisible, but like, via the uh, camera, show me that field. there's show me that there's actually something yes. that's out there walking around. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like, just, like the, like, the beginning like, part of Cloverfield. Yeah. Or yes. Shaky cam. Yeah, like show up on the thing. Yeah, like I said, it could be like the predator. He's still invisible, but hey, via the camera, I can kind of see it a little bit, a little bit better. Show me that there's danger there, not just like by a dude drawing a bunch of different black things. So clearly, there's tons of different ones. Like they're not all the same drawing. Like mm-hmm. 
maybe expand out his scenes so he can explain what he's seeing and all that stuff maybe would be cool yeah um, but yeah just having a little view of like a personish shaped thing that's like walking over there would have been great well i think jeremy said something that was really important earlier like i could see this in a movie theater too i mean netflix has if anything they have really upped their game as far as the content they provide because i can't even remember some of the earliest stuff but i do remember that it was not very good to watch didn't we uh it was before, Dude, before Nate was we watched that the babysitter movie last halloween oh yeah uh jeremy mentioned the to all the boys i've loved before like they, they uh they had all those adam sandler movies yeah, i was gonna say the ridiculous six come on yeah well and yeah they're making a lot of their own original content like i don't know if you guys have seen the ballad of buster scruggs but it is a great movie oh, yeah. that, from the coen brothers that's a, i was gonna say that's only because that's a coen brothers film well it's like, a netflix original too yeah. though you know like but netflix yeah, yeah. is investing a lot into their own streaming service and it's probably because they see this disney train coming at them like we got to prepare for this we got to like have our own that? original content like, how do we do this like yeah well we this do. is a good example you put out a halfway decent movie and you get 45 million people watching it like the first weekend or whatever that's well, it's pretty impressive well here but here's the thing too is so you get 45 million yeah 45 million billboards uh, basically so yeah. people who aren't netflix members yet they're so this so obviously this they're they're everyone's talking about this yeah exactly well and i mentioned it right it's it's that social media buzz of uh buzz of the weekend um right there's so many memes with the people being blindfolded and stuff like it's it's just <laughs> yeah. caught fire and that's how it caught my attention i'm like i don't really want to watch this but then jeremy's like hey guys let's talk about it on the podcast so i struggled through it but like it's it's the movie of the moment they caught the internet's attention and that's what you got to do that's yeah. true and i think if they can continue this kind of momentum and kind of look at like i said really kind of like sign somebody's like hey you know what a-list type actors to like bring in i, I think that's gonna be the key and yeah. i think well, Alexander Wilkes is like, isn't like, oh, they're the best actress in, in, in the entire world. I think she's a, a recognizable name. Everyone knows her. They, they said she's hasn't done TV before, like really. And, uh, like Will Smith and Bright. Yeah, right? yeah. It's they're getting they're getting those well named actors where you know if, if you're a Sandra Bullock fan, of course you're gonna watch this if it pops up on your Netflix. Um, di didn't uh, didn't they say they have like ninety original movies coming next year? Something yeah. crazy like that. Uh, it, it was so insane. They spent more in original content for they have basically more budgeted for original content in twenty eighteen than they've ever had before. Right. So in the Ballad of Buster Scruggs had a ton of famous people. I had Liam Neeson. It had um, what was that one guy's name from Pineapple Express? I can't remember his name. Uh, Franco. Franco? James Franco. Yeah, James Franco was in it. You had a lot of famous people in that movie. So kind of funny. Out of all the James Franco, I know. Movies, you Pineapple Express. I do the Pineapple Express reference. <laughs> that was his one of his most original, I think, roles. I don't know, but no, yeah, I mean, they're they're just is his my favorite role that he's in. Which one? This is the end. Oh yeah, this is where the he, end. Where he too. plays himself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, yeah. I don't want to go on too much of a tangent, but it, what I'm trying to say is like it just the recognizable actors, I think, is drawing more people in like, hey, I'm more willing to take yeah. a chance on this movie because I know these actors. It's not just no name right. people anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if it's bringing in new subscriptions, but it's at least everybody who has Netflix, which feels like it's it's almost the entire world either has a subscription or is borrowing somebody's subscription. Right. Well, at, and at the cost of a movie ticket. That's it. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, watch it for twelve free. bucks, and I pay twelve bucks for for Netflix. I guess yeah. 
that they're right there. That one movie kind of paid for a uh, ticket to the the theater. So it's like, all right, I guess I probably would have seen this in theaters anyway. So there you go, my Netflix. I guess I can subscribe. Well, then you said, if you look at this, it's, it's just if now that they have, like I said, this. I think they, I think they're starting to have a rhythm too with, with original content. Yeah. They, they drop these like bigger series and then they drop a movie and then they drop these bigger series and then a movie. Like I said, it basically keeps you, you know what, you know what? Hey, I, I don't want to cancel my subscription because you know what? Hey, that's coming out next month. Hey, I can catch up on all this in the meantime and then I, I, can, I can wait till next month. Well, then they announce something new. Like, so for example, in, in January, so the, I'm like, well, there's no reason for me to cancel Netflix now because in January they've sent us Punisher's coming. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Hooray. Well, and, uh, Go ahead, Scott. Oh, I was just going to say, too, like they're also able to start to be, I think, a little bit more selective because, uh, you know, previously it was just buy up everything that we they could, right? This grabbing content. That's why all those shitty Adam Sandler movies and stuff kind of came to them because they were just trying to get that content to build that library. But now that they have a decent record, they can go back through and be like, no, I don't think we really want that movie. And yeah. they can actually start to say no. Like, I think they turned down the... Uh, Holmes and Watson um, movie that was supposed to go to theaters. I think they were trying to push that direct to uh, direct to Netflix because it was they didn't think it was going to do very good in the uh, in the theaters. Really, so, that movie looks awesome. Yeah, I want to see that so bad. I'm yeah, just saying, Will Ferrell so, and Scott John C. Riley. It's kind yeah, of so apparently, according to Cinema Blend, uh, it tested so bad with like test audiences and reviews and stuff uh, that. Sony went to Netflix to be like, do you guys want this? Like, we don't okay. even want to put this in theaters very much. And, the, well, and Netflix said no. Let's think about it, though. There's, you got Will Ferrell playing Sherlock Holmes and John C. Riley playing Watson. I mean, that movie already, to me, doesn't scream very accurate or um, serious. It's going to be a goofy yeah. movie. Yeah. And you're there for those two because they made Step Brothers, which yeah, is yeah. genius. Period yeah. Step Brothers. Period like, Step Brothers. You, but... you can tell it from the trailer that it's not following the original Sherlock Holmes story. Well, like, I, yeah, the but then again, I think what it is is it's not necessarily that I think people are mad that it doesn't follow that story. I just don't think it's very good, I think, is, is what it ended I up see. being. I still want to see it. I'll, I'll still probably end up seeing it, but when anything comes out and has a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes and Netflix turned it down, I'm not going to go in with very high expectations. Okay, so this is a good example, right? Like, I probably wouldn't go see it in the theater. But if it was on Netflix... Oh, I'd watch it. On Netflix right away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would have been immediately on Netflix. Which is surprising that they'd turn it down, to Larry's point, because they're going to get more people to view it if they just put it on their streaming service than having it in the theaters. Maybe it was a cost thing, like Sony wanted too much money or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They're saying, hey, this is a big budget movie. We want, I think it ended up, I'm looking at uh, Box Office Mojo right now. I mean, they had a budget of $42 million, and they're going to want a big chunk of that back. Oh, yeah. I can't see Netflix being like, yeah, we'll shell out $40 million yeah, for that. To, to bail you out. To like, bail you out. Like, so, you know, I'm sure Netflix, that's in their it's subscribers. Still, they're going to make that $40 million. Dollars, that's still $40 million for that movie. I bet you they'd be like, uh, we'll take it for like 15. And somebody's right. probably like, no, like, all right. It, it, uh, it definitely wasn't in the 2019 budget. Maybe they were doing some go gets or something. And they were double halfing the <laughs> double half and some stuff, but you know, uh, uh, they, they just couldn't, they just couldn't find the money. Hey, 
when you wear those, just, when you wear that many hats, you got to double half it. Yes. Double half it, it. It's just that two to one deflection that you're looking for. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, so, anyways, since we're talking about the future of Netflix, uh, if I could choose my own adventure, I would say bring on more black. Oh, nice. nice Best segue ever. <laughs> I've you learned from golf claps for that. I've learned from you guys. Yeah, but so, no, that I, this is the one I've been excited. To I've talk. been dying for more Black Mirror, and they finally gave it to us. And it's one of the most unique experiences I've ever had watching a movie. Yeah. So, uh, for, so let, let's go through. So for anybody who doesn't know, we are shifting gears. If you haven't told by the um, awesome segue, uh, we're, we're going to go over Black Mirror's Banders. New, I, I want to say movie, but it's... Uh, I, I don't it's really know movie. what to care. It's, it's an movie. interactive experience called uh, Bandersnatch. When things reach 90 minutes long, I'm like, okay, this yeah. is kind of a movie. It's a movie. But, dude, but honestly, you could finish it in about 10 minutes. Well, you could, but there's... Okay, so if you guys aren't familiar with Bandersnatch, it's like a really... It's a creative thing from Netflix with the Black Mirror series. If you haven't watched Black Mirror, you need to go watch it immediately. It's one of the best shows I've seen. Um, it's like a tech version of Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. Yeah. yeah. So everything has to do with like technology and they decided to make if you if you've read like a Goosebumps Choose Your Own Adventure, this is like kind of the same thing. You get to a point in the movie and it gives you two choices and you have to choose one and it affects the story. Because of that, I read online that there's at least five different endings that you can get to by making certain choices. Yeah. There's there's actually yeah, there's Quite a few. I don't know how much did, did any of you guys go through and actually like keep going back and redoing oh, I, stuff. Yeah, I got a couple different endings. I got three different endings. I didn't see all five. I, I think got, like five or six, depending. It's on funny because look at it. My girlfriend's like, I actually want to go watch it and see if I can see the other two endings. So it it, it prompts you to want to see it again just to see how yeah. if you can make it turn out differently. I think so I, I did everything because it got to the point where it, it just showed me the credits and I had no more options. So I think it was like, all right, you've done enough. You've seen, you've seen them all. So I didn't watch it, and I've never watched any Black Mirror. But I'm intrigued by the, <laughs> like, I guess the marketing part of where, like, hey, I'm gonna get you to rewatch this three or four times, right? Yeah. Like it's it'd be like, it's like a YouTube video. I'm yeah. happy with 100 plays, but I'd be a whole lot happier with 300. Oh, oh, yeah, so, well, it's well, kind of like got this inception thing going on yeah the one thing like, i love about it is the fact that if you do go a direction and you're like oh there's no ending in this direction it lets you go back to a certain point and it kind of like flashes like from the beginning it kind of flashes the story up back to you to that decision point and then lets you take that other that other path yeah well, there are Go ahead, Jeremy. I was going to say, well, even, even when it goes back to offer you the decisions, in, in some of those cases, it offers you the choice between two different paths at that point, too. Right. Yeah. So, like, you don't actually, so, for example, so your, your answers are yes and no. And between, you know, a one situation, and you choose one, and that's what well, that was the wrong one, and it brings you back, you have the option to, one, go back and choose yes, or except sometimes it'll actually give you a whole separate path to go down from a previous decision that you can yeah. actually go then and then say, change. "Hey, you could have you could have done this whole other, you know, path by go just doing this decision that you did." Um, All right. So can I can I talk about my favorite, my absolute favorite do, part? Yeah, because I know it's probably sure. yours and mine too. But I, there's another part that I think I like better. But I know Jeremy what yours is. So so literally my absolute favorite part 
is so obviously this is put out by Netflix. It involves you as the person, like I said, of breaking the fourth wall <laughs> of the of the character in the movie, becoming aware of you making the decisions for him. Right. Yeah. And you get to tell them hey, that you're from Netflix. Yeah, that and you're what Netflix. Netflix is. Exactly. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny that you bring that up because I didn't think that was the right answer, but just out of curiosity, I'm like, I gotta see what happens when I press this. You know, and it's glorious. I love, like I said, I, I would love. Did you, did you guys go through the fight? Yeah, that was awesome. Did you do the fight? <laughs> yeah. Yes, because yeah, that's even better. Is the fact that it's like he gets a point. And he's like, well, maybe for the thing, like, wouldn't we want it to be more action packed? And you're like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. And then it gets <laughs> into it. Yes. Yeah, this like ninja fight <laughs> for the, all the characters in the movie. It's like, and that's not like it's the only... a great ending. Yeah, that's not even the only fourth wall break. We don't give too much spoilers because I know Larry hasn't seen it. I know it looks like Brian hasn't seen it. But there's just, it plays so well with its concept. It's like basically telling you this guy's making a game in the in the movie, but you're also sort of playing a game while you're watching it. And the guy feels like he doesn't have control of his life. So he's like, what is going on here? Literally inceptions of, of thoughts so basically yes. it's a guy making a choose your adventure game you're watching a movie about a choose your adventure while choosing your own adventure like, and the guy feels like he doesn't have based, control of his own choices based on a choose your own adventure yeah choose your own adventure yeah, yeah. um so it's, so real quick scott i got, I got, well, okay. I got one, one thing to talk about this real quick um so i think the one thing I really wish Netflix would do when I said, after all this is said and done is with these different movies. So I know this is one's going to be popular. Um, I know I said this, there, the, 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 there was one other time that they've done this. It was with a kid's show. No, they, they, um, so they've had, they've done it with there's, the, there's four or five kids versions of it yeah. now. So I want them to release statistics in regards to like, so for example, when we're presented between, hey, choose a symbol or choose Netflix, I want them to release statistics of basically how many people, like I said, on first, on first choice, how many people went to one or the other. Just yeah. because I'm, I'm curious to see basically like what other people are experiencing when they're, when they're watching this. That'd be amazing if they released stats like that. Kind of like the voting system on Instagram where you can see what, how the, way, the votes are weighing. Yeah, it'd be cool if they just show that, like share results. Like this is how most people voted on this movie. Maybe after you watch it. So Denny asked real quick, "Do I need to watch the other Black Mirror first? No, absolutely no. All That's the best Black part Black about Black Mirror is all, inter- all the episodes. Yeah, all the episodes are individual. And to Jeremy's point earlier, it's like technology Twilight Zone. So technology concepts that you think would be awesome, but how they can go horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, so. So can I get into the thing I loved about uh, the movie? I don't I don't know the actor's name, but the character is Colin in the uh-huh. the, the the movie. Um, I yeah. call him Eyebrows Guy because he has the the wicked eyebrows um, in the movie. I loved the character he plays, Colin, because he's the, he's kind of that that character that is seems like he has gone through this exact thing before, right? He's the character that knows exactly what's going on. Will, whole, Will Poulter. Will Poulter, yeah. I so, just love the fact that his character is just like, dude, you're in a choose-your-own-adventure. Like, There's multiple paths. If, <laughs> if anything happens now, you may go back and like, we'll redo the thing. Time is not linear. Like, this yeah. is he <laughs> Yeah, when he's on ass, he's like, we've all seen this before. And he's like, watch, I'll jump out a goddamn window. And he does it. And then when you see it again, he's like, I told you. Like, Some of the shit early. that guy was saying when he was tripping on acid, like, made a lot of sense. It was yeah. weird. Like, I love the, the way this guy's talking right now. 
Yeah. So, like, his whole character and the fact that every time you interact with him at the beginning of the show, like, when you first meet him, it changes every time you've had an interaction with him in the, like, future down the road. Like, he's also aware of all the the back and forth changes in time Mm -hmm. and the different paths that you're taking, but he just rolls with it and doesn't give a shit. I love his character. Like, I'm going to give away a little spoiler, but when you're like, you get the option to like kill him and you go and you have the knife. He's like, dude, that's going to sting way too much. Like, he's like, here, hit me with this instead. Like, it'll be quick. And this like leans his head down. It's like, oh, that's cool, I guess. I feel like I've seen that actor uh, in something else. I don't know what. We're the was, Millers. That's uh, we're the Millers. Uh, and he's also in Maze Runner. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Um, uh, so yeah. real, quick, real quick, guys. I got to ask you. I got to ask you real quick. So did you guys kill the story? Like I said, in that first decision point. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I totally killed this guy. Well, it, it, it like yeah, it almost yeah, guarantees. I want to work. I want to work it on this video game. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. So the, the part about it that I think is interesting, I, I think that one's the one that's designed for you to say yes and fail to kind of get the hang of the idea that you go back because that's the first time Colin interacts with you and has a different expression so when you first meet him he's like hey what's up yeah da, 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 like a normal introduction the second time you show back up after you like realize that that was the wrong path and you're supposed to say no that dude it looks at you as like we've met before right like and you're like wait what like this that's weird yeah it's like the same interaction but not because you both have a little bit of memory about the past interaction yeah, so but it's like of, a start over. Like yeah. it's a, you get a new life. Like, it, hey, you screwed up. Here's another chance. Yeah, it hints at like there's there's some weird like awareness of of the situation going on. That yeah, I think and, I love the whole idea that there's a person in there that understands the whole situation and just rolls with whatever those decisions are. Like your character that you're, I guess, playing as or watching with is kind of trying to fight it and doesn't understand with it. And this guy just fucking rolls with whatever the decision is. He's like, all right, I guess I'm it. Like, let's do it. <laughs> and if you guys are watching and hopefully we're not spoiling too much, we're not trying to give out too many spoilers. We want you to experience it on your own. Uh, but if you're hesitant about watching this movie, don't be, you don't have to watch the prior black mirrors. Um, it's its own experience. And I think everybody deserves to kind of just go through it and see what it's like. Cause I feel like, this is a test of how they're going to do other stuff in the future, maybe. Um, and it was a really cool experiment. And I'm kind of. Yeah. I was well, like, it's it perfect really for Netflix because you can't do this in a movie theater. Oh, exactly. Well, yes. It's like, I was looking like. It, it, I, I will say this, though. You kind of could. How many of you guys remember the old Tim Curry movie Clue? Oh, yeah. So I that re- movie had four different endings. So when you went to the theater, depending on which copy they got sent by the distributor was the ending that you got for the movie. So you you and your friends might go to different theaters and you might get a might have had a different ending. It wasn't until it went on to like TV that they were like, oh, there's different endings. So they could do a couple of different like set pass and, and do it in the theaters, but it, it wouldn't have that same know. impact. I think Larry's right. I don't know. I don't think know if this concept really works at a theater because there's too many people interacting. 
and there's too many people trying to make a decision. Yeah, like you could do a voting thing or whatever, and then whatever the highest percent wins, but that's lame. Yeah. I don't want the smelly guy next to me like choosing my adventure for me. I want to. I want the power. Right. I'm a yeah, man. So I would really like to see a longer, like more expanded version of this. Because yeah, I mean, even outside of the 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 things that we had, I it maybe it took me two hours maximum to go through and and go back and choose every path that I possibly could and, and kind of get all the different available endings. I would love to see it expanded to where there is a much larger, you know, branching pathway for this with more, more endings. I know it would take them a lot longer to, to film, um, but I, I would be interested to see. But if this one's successful, which it sounds like it is, Right, that just paves the way for somebody's got a good idea right now to to build some type of epic storyline like that. Like it, yeah. I mean, like like you said, it, it would take you know to film like a good two or three hour one of these. It's going to take you forever because you got to map out all the different adventures and, and make yeah. sure it works good. So I wouldn't be surprised if they've got somebody waiting in the wings just to give them the green light. Just so, just imagine if they had the what they could do with this and the Lord of the Rings property that they picked up. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. imagine actually having a Lord of the Rings. Amazon has Lord of the Rings. Amazon. Oh, right? Amazon does. Damn. So Amazon, if you're listening, which yeah. I know you are. Steel Scott. I have an Alexa in the well, room. So I was exactly. gonna say, damn. I was like, I was excited too. I was like, if we could do that, like that would be amazing. Uh, Scott's point though, I, I, I'm actually fine with this length of it. I'd rather have multiple different movies. Like I said, multiple yeah. stories and and. and yeah. Kind of, kind of like the old choose your own adventure books. Like I said, you could get through that book with it in a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, so they were they were thin. Like so they, but there was multiple different versions of it. But they were like three hundred pages, and it made you feel good that you read a three hundred page book, even though you really you only read about a hundred pages of it. Exactly. Um, I, so I, I think I think like I said I think it was for me anyways. It was the perfect length and the perfect number of endings. Um, just because at, at one point, so I, I went through it a couple of times. I got, from my last, so, so my last couple times going through a couple of different decision paths, I started to get a little bored. Just because I'm like, okay, I've already seen this, I already know this, I already know this, I already know this flash forward scene. Okay, this, I, I, I'm getting to this. So I think this is, I think this is a perfect number of, of, of different like pathways and endings. I, I just rather, I, I think if they can create more of this like type of universe or more of this type of story and more of this type of interaction, it'd be great. My second. Yeah to it is i think probably the best job that they did with this is creating the time limit the, the 10 second time limit that is the perfect quick snap decision time system just because it's fluid in the movie because like i said they they tie it to basically someone basically thinking about something yeah and it's it, it's very very fluid so i, th- I think they timed that out perfectly yeah. totally agree with that point and i think they were really smart in including this in black mirror because it's a property I'm familiar with. It's a property I really like. Um, and I don't, I don't know if it would have done as well on its own. It's just its own individual thing. But the fact that they tied it in with Black Mirror, and I know in the future they probably won't, but as a first test, I think that was really, really smart because it got a, more people on board with the idea. Yeah, it already has a built-in audience. Right. Well, and and, cool. and There's a couple of things too that I, I like that they made you do decisions at certain points that you think are gonna have it like maybe this has impact on the story um and, and ended up just being like the, it, no matter what you choose it's it's you're gonna go the same path 
right? Like there, there's no no real difference between those two. Uh, I did like that there was those those we'll call them like the red herring choices that you'd make that you think like, uh oh, like early on he you pick between two different records that you want to listen to while you're you're making the game, and you think like, oh, does this really have a an impact? And I don't think it does. Like it's one of those ones where you're like, maybe I don't like it doesn't matter which music, you know, like that's not a critical decision, but it's cool that they still let you make that decision. Yeah. Yeah. So I have an important question. Mm -hmm. How does this compare to those telltale games like The Walking Dead? And I think there's a Guardians of the Galaxy one right on like Xbox and PlayStation. Is it is it similar to a telltale game? I would say it's not as involved as a Telltale game, but it definitely has the same concept. Yeah, yeah it, it really is a choose-your-own-adventure book come to life. <clears throat> it is yeah. the best thing. It's like Telltale games are like the choose-your-own-adventure plus... Well, you got to... Yeah, game like, and interaction to, and things like you that. This sort is, of participate, right? You yeah. have a lot of the ways, like the lame interactions that make you do stuff yeah. and make it a video game. So, yeah, and in this, it's just you're watching that movie and then... Like the one of the first decisions you get, you're watching a movie and your dad holds up two boxes of cereal. Is like, what do you want for breakfast? And you pick which cereal you want. Wait, what cereals are my options? Are they real cereals? They are real cereals. Wait, Frosties and like uh, Golden Crisp, right? It's, it's Golden Crisp and Frosties. Yep. What's Frosties? Frosted, Frosted Flakes. That's the old name of Frosted Flakes, uh, man. Uh, so Golden Golden Crisp. Yeah. So you you, you choose that one, and you're like. It, it makes it that that cool thing, and it's kind of the the hint of okay, so the you know it, it's the get you used to how it works. So hold but on, I'm Team Golden Crisp. I know Jeremy's Team Frosties. Oh, I went Frosties the whole way. Frosties, baby. Frosties. Ah, am I the only one who likes Golden Crisp? Can't. <laughs> if I had to choose way. between the two, I'm definitely going Frosted Flakes. Come on, man! You can't go. You can't go away from Tony the Tiger. Sugar Bear. Great. Sugar Bear is. Almost on par as far as ad icons uh, go. I, 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 I do know if you're if we're gonna argue ad icons, whoa, Sugar whoa, Bear whoa. is popular, but I don't think anybody beats Tony the Tiger Man. People who have never seen like or don't eat cereals know who Tony the Tiger is. That's probably fair. Yeah, I would, I'd say that's pretty fair. Like, th there's the, other than maybe the the bee from uh, um. Busby, Busby from Cheerios. Cheerios, Cheerios yeah. Yeah, there, there's not much other than, you know, you can't get much bigger than Tony the Tiger in terms of cereal advertising. True. Well, um, yeah, you want us to give a rating? I, I think we're all kind of in agreement. I know Larry hasn't seen it, but it's a high recommendation from us. I would probably give it like, yeah, I'm agreeing with Scott, probably like a four. I'm going four. I get the fingers up. That's a for a, for a movie. It's for, uh, for just for the fact that it's a it's an experience. Like, yeah, as I say, Travis. I think maybe Lucky Lucky from Lucky Charms is maybe the only contender. Or Toucan Sam, right? Like, Trick Rabbit. It tricks Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. I would like, say Lucky Charms is definitely a good contender. It's a good contender, but I still want to say I think the most recognizable is Tony the Tiger. Pots but, and golden yeah, rainbows. Yeah. Clovers and blue moons. Clovers and blue Wait, moons. Are we talking lucky charms? You, yeah, yeah you, you stepped away, so we decided to mess with you. Um, no, so, yeah. I, this movie definitely deserves four. I would love to see more movies like this or more 
I guess, experiences like this, like having that choose your own adventure it is really cool to de- decide what happens in the movies is amazing. Yeah. And uh, what was I going to say? So yeah, good recommendation. Go see it. I think even though we had some gripes about bird box, it's still not a bad movie at all. Uh, it's entertaining, you know, watch it with somebody. Yeah. Black mirror banner snatch is also good. Yeah. So here's the thing. I'm going to give you right here. Uh, the question I have about Bird Box, though. So is that really the best name that anybody could have come up with? Maybe I'm wrong, but it's but it, maybe in the book it had more impact on it and they used it more often. But they the focused on the yeah, they the focus on the birds a lot in the book about like the birds are like yeah. your signal. And if you can't see, you should have these birds because they kind of help you. Right. When danger's around. So th- there's that in the, the book. This one is like, yeah, they're like a warning system, but they're in a box for like maybe 10 minutes of the movie. I'm like, yeah, you the entire movie, the bird box after something that only shows up in like a small part yeah, of true. the movie. Like true. I was like, I-, I get that maybe it was based off a story that had more impact to it, but it was such a weird name for uh, the movie that I was like, considering they're in a cage for a majority of the movie, not in a box. So what do you think would have been a better name? I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm going to steal an M. Night Shyamalan movie and like, this would be a way better movie to, to title The Happening. I'm, I'm calling the it. Happening. I'm calling it See No Evil. Yeah. That's right? already a movie with our yeah, play on the blindfolds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm yeah. going to go with the, the, the hipster uh, progress route. Blind. Yeah. <laughs> unseen or I was unseen. doing like weird forest monsters yeah. but that's not a good title blindfolded Sandra Bullock <laughs> does a Netflix movie that's what it's called <laughs> oh boy yep. so I well, think bring this week's episode to a conclusion right happy new year everybody happy new year you know what it would be a great way to start off the new year to go to shoemystore.com and buy some Funko Pops because who doesn't need more Funko Pops? Am I right or am I right? Hey, uh, you are right because I said they they, they just announced that, uh, that Lord Dracon. Uh, yeah, Power Ranger guy. Uh, I said I'm, I, I'm using my, my Shoemy code for that. Yep, use code STS guys to save 10%. It works on pre-orders, works on pop protectors, works on that awesome new Power Rangers pop. That is in stock, by the way, too, so you should have it really soon. And the great thing about Shumi is when you buy an in-stock pop or even a pre-order, it comes to you in a pop protector. So you're not getting dinged up corners. You're not getting, like, smushed uh, windows. You're getting a nice collector-grade pop all at a really fair price. Shumistore.com, code SDS, guys, to save 10, 10, 10%. I just made that up. I like it. There's nothing better than saving money. Damn. Money. Like everyone's goal, right? It's 2019. Your New Year's resolution should be to save money by and using code. Pops. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs more bobs. Buy pops and use our code. You know what else you can use? You can use the Instagram while it still has the cool scrolling up and down feature uh, to head over to at SDS guys and give us a follow. You can follow us on Twitter at SDS guys. We're still on the Facebook at the STS guys, and I am Larry from the STS guys. Chilling like a villain.
Yeah. I'm glad I remembered Shumi this time because we forgot about yeah. Shumi last time. We forgot, time. We forgot yeah. about our friend Shumi. You yeah. can also use code STSGAS uh, at Shop Frisky Britches. Uh, get some F- underwear. FB. FB STS. Yeah. Save. That one's, I think, 15%. Yep, get your lady friend some underwear. It's hey, coming up. It is, and right. I'm sure there's going to have a very good February uh, box. To be honest with you, so for our lady listeners, New Year, New You, you get the- new panties, <laughs> new thong, man. <laughs> new Year, New You, New 2019, oh, the year of the thong. It's coming back. What's that Cisco guy doing? <laughs> Butt floss, 2019. Butt floss. All right, so episode 65 of the SDS guys. I have been Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's been Nate, and Happy New Year. And as usual, I'm Scott. All right, guys, and we're the SDS guys. Happy New Year. We look forward to hanging out with you guys in 2019. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.